The WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a grand prize of $1,000. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Parlay Play. Parlay Play is a lead pipe locking for parlaying player props. Go over to Parlay Play parlayplay.io and use promo code SGP for 100% deposit bonus today. Go to parlayplay.io, use promo code SGP for a 100% deposit to deposit bonus today. Yes, sir. We are back with another edition of the WNBA Gambling Podcast with the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. No me, no the voice, no the guy. It's me, really real, Vinland Rao Terrell Furman Jr. here at your service. Bring me my money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. And we are here to break down a five-game slate in the WNBA today. You know, I got my guy with me, Scott Studio Reichel. Scott, what's going on? Scotty, beat me up. Surprise. Doing pretty well. I had to time that out. So, yeah, uh, doing pretty well. I'm getting better at this, you know, trying to make sure I don't interrupt. <laughs> I love it. I love sound it. of the beam there. But, yeah, looking forward to going. Like the, the beam, today. man. Like the beam. Yeah. Like the beam uh, should be fun over the, well, next bad hour, probably a little bit less, but still should be fun to go through these five games. Pretty busy weekend in the WNBA. Sorry, I couldn't exactly be around to cover any of it, but I had a wedding to go to. So apologies there. And uh, I had urgent business matters to attend to as well. But just just go ahead and knock this out. Breaking news. The New York Liberty dominated the Las Vegas Aces in that game. So I know many are wondering, dang, you ain't have an episode. Y'all ain't have an episode. Well, Scott was traveling with the wedding. I actually went up to the game to watch the Liberty Absolutely dominate the aces in person, and huh? I like what to say that I didn't see it 17 coming. Seventeen points in the entire second half. Oh man, it was it. You know, the energy in the building told me that we were in for a treat. I had called for Liberty first half prior to that, just saying that they were going to get out in the first half. But man, Sabrina Dasku, what you have thirty one or something. And that was a chill 31. She could have gave more. I don't think she, she played the fourth quarter. So She could have gave more. So I, I, I just, you know, and some people have come on this pod and said the Liberty are overrated and the Liberty aren't going to be there. They're not going to compete. Well, they competed on Sunday. I'll, I'll let you know right there. They competed on got Sunday. Em. We fucking got them. We sure did, Drewski. We absolutely did. Shout out to the Liberty, 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 getting it done and replacing our faith in our way too early Liberty, <laughs> Liberty championship future. So uh, let's let's go ahead and run that back. But Scott, we have five games to talk about here. But there was also another piece of news over the weekend, which we should probably talk about, which was somebody reaching ten thousand points. Oh yeah, that did that. That was over the weekend. That feels like that it was, was either over the weekend or it was before that. But I don't think we had an episode where that. I don't think we had an episode after that occurred. Because so nobody wanna, wants to talk about the Mercury. That's why. That's fair. We're just saying congrats no, yeah. to Ozzy for scoring. Yeah, congrats. 10K. I thought we talked about this. I feel like that was like a week ago. That feels like it was forever ago. But yeah, correct. If we didn't say it already, congrats to uh, DT on ten. If you did, then I didn't because I wasn't around. So oh, I did. I was talking to no. It was Gindy. I was talking. Okay. Either way, I wasn't around. So congrats. What? What? You have a forty piece when she when she forty two. Yeah. Forty two. Yeah. No. Gindy said that the 
that would never be broken. And I was like, I don't know. They said the same thing about Kareem and his scoring record. They literally said it will, (laughs) when they gave him the plaque or whatever, they said it will never be broken. And here we are in 2023 with the record finally broken. Didn't Tarazi also take a year off to play in Russia? I cannot confirm nor deny that. that I'm I'm assuming at some point it'll get broken, but it, it's obviously going to take a while. All these all-time scoring records are going to come down to durability and just the actual desire to play for that long. So just longevity that really is going to determine, in addition to being a great player, obviously. So it comes down to which WNBA player is going to play for 15, 20 years, even to have a shot at this thing. Oh, you got to play for 20 to get a shot. There's no way you're getting this done in 15. You got to make the whole 20 to get a shot at this. All right. Before we get to the five games that are actually being played today, got to talk to you about our Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon. Sign up for the Patreon and get access to our exclusive contests, including the NFL Win Totals Contest with a grand prize of $1,000 for first place. Look, I'm trying to tell you, look now, Mike Tomlin has yet to have a losing season. Trying to tell you. I mean, think about all the Steelers teams that he had. There was a time where Duck Hodges was his quarterback. That was my playoffs. Duck Hodges, Mason Rudolph got him through that season. I think it was somebody else too. I can't remember his name. It was a long time backup. What's that? What's that long time backup for the Steelers' name? It's it was Charlie him too. Batch, but that was another one. No, 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 no. After I'm him, trying to think. after Batch. What's his name? Is it Landry? Is it Landry? Oh, you mean something? you mean the former Oklahoma guy? Yeah. Wasn't he the long time? It was somebody, man. It was three. I don't think it was a long time backup. But oh, you mean Dobbs? Yeah, it was. They had Dobbs on that team for like five years. Yeah. So yeah, it was Dobbs. It was Dobbs. So look, I mean, come on. Even last year, he still got over it last year, and everybody was saying he wasn't going to do it. Just add Steelers over win total up to your NFL win totals contest, and hey, maybe you win a thousand dollars if you win. Break me off a little something. Just matter of fact, you don't even got to give me the money. Just place a ticket for me and let me ride out the ticket. That's all I ask. That's all I ask. All right. We have that. We got the SGP stories with a whole bunch of exclusive content, whole bunch of other stuff. We can prevent corporate gambling. Sign up for the Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon today. That is sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. All right, Scott, let's go ahead. And it was Landry Jones. I knew I wasn't tripping. It was you said I don't a know long it, time backup. I'm saying Landry, Landry was, was definitely on the Steelers. I just wasn't sure how long he was on the team for. Yeah, I was about to say, I thought Landry Jones was on that team for a He was, but you said a long time backup. Dobbs has been on that team for like five years. I don't know how long Landry Jones was there. All right. Okay. We're going to look into that. I got to look into Landry Jones' career now because it's going to sit on me. But before we do that, we got to talk about, hey, Muhammad Bamba must be a Steelers fan. He's like, he's like, he's there for like eight years. I'm going to check. Because I, I don't remember him being on the Steelers for that long. He was on the Steelers from 2013. Man, it's because Ben was running things. You didn't care. <laughs> you okay, didn't wait a second. Care. No, so you were talking about the Duck Hodges year. He, the last yeah. time he was on the Steelers was 2017 for Landry Jones. So that's not who you're talking about. Okay, so it wasn't the Duck Hodges year. Either no. way. I'm saying the Duck Hodges year, I just think, was Dobbs being third string. So I think that, in a way, we're both right, but I'm more right because you said the Duck Hodges year. Yeah, because yeah, it was, Landry was not on that Mason Rudolph, and it was one other guy. Man, that's a trivia question. That's a trivia question in like freaking five or six years. Uh, who were the three quarterbacks that <laughs> made sure that Mike Tomlin never had a losing season? All right. Connecticut Sun traveling to Seattle, play the Seattle Storm. Seattle Storm are a plus seven and a half home favorite in this one. This game is kicking off early. So if you're listening to this, you need to be trying to get this bet in. Now, 3 p.m. on the East Coast, 12 p.m. on the West Coast. Injury report here for these two teams and I have for the Connecticut Sun. Pretty clean injury report. Nothing new to report there for the Seattle Storm clean injury report as well. So looks like these two are running out full lineups for this game. Total sitting at 160 and a half. Came up a point from 159 and a half. What are you looking for here in the Sun versus the Storm? So for this one, I feel like I got to start off by leaning to the Sun because we know the Storm are still a really bad basketball team. Besides Jewel Lloyd, they really don't have much. And we've been saying the same thing over and over again. 
Sun are also 2-0 and this season uh, against the Storm. Storm are 2-12 and straight up at home. The Sun are 11-3 and straight up on the road. The Storm have played better lately uh, when they were able to beat the Sky, the Fever, and they ended up beating the Mercury. So they have been playing some better basketball lately, but those aren't exactly great <laughs> wait, teams. Wait, wait, wait. Can you say, yeah, can you say those three teams again? They beat the Sky. Sky have been better recently. Not great. They beat the Fever. The Fever are terrible. Uh, they lost to the Wings. Understandable there. And they ended up beating the Mercury. So, yeah, they've won so the three, three teams. The three teams that they played, that they won against recently, are a combined 26 and 56. But I'm going to point out there, it is the first time this year that the Storm have won three of four. So <laughs> don't break them up. That's but literally I'm like go with Connecticut. Half, of their, half of their I'm going wins. with Yeah, I'm, I'm going with Connecticut. Uh, I just feel like it's a spot where even though the Storm once again have played better recently, level of competition is a big reason for that. Connecticut is still a very solid basketball team, even though they let us down against the Lynx, uh, shorthanded Lynx team about a week or two ago. But we know the Sun are... Really just the deeper and more talented team. And anytime Jewel Lloyd has an off night, they lose handily. They need her to score a bunch <laughs> of points. So I just think when you're looking at how these teams match up, the Sun just have a few more options. I think AT is always on triple-double watch, but against Seattle, I can definitely see that happening. The Storm can't really shoot that well. They're shooting 40.8% from the floor. 408 as a team from the floor, which is abysmal. I'll take Connecticut. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Like, I think Seattle's going to keep it around 10, but I think the, I think the sun win by like 10. So I'll take the, uh, I'll take the sun to get the cover. Yeah, I am with you. I'm going to take the, yeah, I'm going to take the sun to cover the seven and a half. Barely. This is also an you important know. game for the Sun because since the Liberty have won four straight, Connecticut's now one and a half back of the Liberty for the for first place in the Eastern Conference. So they gotta try to you know keep pace if they want a shot to potentially get the one seed. Yeah, they very much needed the Aces to get that win on Sunday. But breaking news: Liberty won by forty. Yeah, that is true. That is true. That did happen. <laughs> All right, so back to my actual handicap of the game. Yeah, I do like the sun here, but I'm playing this like I'm playing any any single storm game. And, you know, if it don't break, don't fix it. I'm taking Seattle here. Not Seattle, but I'm taking the sun here in the first half. Look at what the storm are doing in the first half. Off a win, and there are very few wins that they have on the season. They are 1-3-1 and one in the first half, about 25% there. You look at what they're doing in terms of uh, just at home. They are 3-11 and 11 in the first half, ATS at home, 10-16, and 16, 10-16 and 1 on the season, 38%. That's 21% at home if you weren't able to do the math there. 3-11 and 11 ATS in the first half at home. That's actually like, like I don't even think you could try and do much worse. Like it is hard to do worse than three and eleven. There's op there's opportunity, but it's really, really hard. So I think that the storm probably have a little bit of a wake up call there where you look at this Sun team who can start well. They're 14, 12, and one in the first half. ATS seven, six, and one on the road, ten and eight as a favorite. And they're the better team. Storm team starts slow. I'm going to continue doing what I'm doing and backing the other team in the first half. But catching the storm on the live number, I feel like every time I live bet the storm, they end up covering that number. Whether I get a 20 plus, whether I get a 15 plus, they end up finding a way to cover on that number. But not always cover the initial against the spread. Look, I'm going the same thing here. Sun win by 10. That's a, that's the number I had. Yeah, that feels about right. All right. Looky here towards the total 160 and a half now. I'm going to lean over. Let's see here. Both of these two teams looking at what they do recently against the spread. Well, to the total, that is Connecticut is... Two and three to the over recently. Seattle is one and four, four and one to the under very recently. So a little bit of an under trend with these two teams recently, especially Seattle, because Seattle's just struggled to score the basketball 
Yeah, yeah. I'm just going by the head, Ted. Uh, each of the first two meetings ended up getting into the 160s. That's good enough for me. I'll lean to the over. I think I like a Connecticut team total over a little bit more than full game total. If I had to pick one, I'm definitely taking the over 60 and a half. Actually, uh, I'm actually leaning towards the over in this first half. But again, the storm starting out slow really kind of teeter me off of that. I prefer a team total over in the first half for a sign team total over for the full game for this sign. I'm not really, I just can't trust the offense of Seattle because while they do be getting wins and while they are figuring, trying to figure things out, they sputter like a lot, like very, very consistently. And again, like you said, no Jewel Lloyd, it's not much offense coming for that team. And I can't take the chance of Jewel Lloyd having an off night. So I will give a I'll shout have- out to Whitcomb though, who is very good in that Mercury game. Yeah, definitely. All right. Props, what do you like? So looking quickly at the props for this game, I mean, there's one prop that I like, but it's heavily juiced. It was Whitcomb over one and a half threes, but it's at minus 170. So I don't know. I don't know if I can take it anymore, uh, but that has hidden four of the last five, seven of the last 10. She was very good against the Mercury. But once again, it's 170, which I'm not sure if I'm sold on. There is an interesting prop, though, which is Jewel Lloyd under three and a half threes, which is very dangerous because we know she's going to take a decent amount of them. But she's actually gone under this number in seven of the last ten, and it's minus 132. So I think that could be an appealing kind of pivot if you think Connecticut defensively are going to do a good job on Jewel. So just keep an eye on that. Jewel's also not afraid of attacking the rim and utilizing the mid-range. She uh-huh. takes threes, but she doesn't take as many as you might think she takes. So I do think that, once again, if you want to go for a pivot there, that might be worth a look. But the main issue that Seattle's run into this entire season is they really don't have a lot of great options on the interior. Uh-huh. I see Bonner having a big game. I don't really see anybody being able to contain her on Seattle. And I do think because of that, Bonner probably steps into 2025. So I'm looking for Bonner to potentially go over. Alyssa Thomas assist is back down at seven and a half. Well, that's just a no, that's a blind over. Like it's so funny that don't learn a damn I, thing the entire season. Yeah, like they keep moving it back down, and we just keep like literally every single time they move it back down, she goes over. Mm-hmm. And it's because what she'll have like one game that she doesn't get freaking eight assists, and they immediately say, all right, seven and a half. I mean, I'm not complaining. I'm going to take the free money every time, but I, I don't know, man. It's getting disrespectful here. Uh, Alyssa Thomas, I'm pretty sure she actually leads the league in – yeah, she does. She leads the league in assists and rebounds. How is she not – why are we not talking about Alyssa Thomas MVP anymore? By the way, she's 20 I'd, I'd vote. For, I'd vote for if I had a vote. She 100% has my vote, and it's not just because I already have a ticket on her. But or just in general, like you have two super teams, and she's carrying because one of their top three players is out for the year. But AT triple-double, by the way, is plus 320 for the game tonight. I'm not sure if that's high enough. I, I guess that's warranted, but eh. What do you think? Do you think that's fair? She's, on the, she's, she's getting a Jokic treatment where they're just putting it at a low number and just saying... I'm just saying, I can't tell if 320 is a fair number or not because, once again, they're playing with less with two less minutes per quarter. So I can't tell if plus 320 is a good number yeah. or not, but I think she'll be in striking distance of that triple-double. She is, what's this, five, uh, five triple-doubles on the season thus far? Yep. Could be five, could be like seven. You could tell me any number that I kind of believe. Oh, no, so like. yeah, it's, it's literally like she's... So just looking at her assist numbers again, for the people in the back that have not been keeping track, 8, 12, 11, 7, 8, 7, 7. Oh, that was all-star game. That doesn't count. 10, 6, 7, 11, 10. <laughs> like if, if 6 or 7 is my baseline for the amount of assists that she's getting in the game, of course I'm going over 7.5. Like, it's, come on now. I think it's a pretty interesting pivot, though, for Bonner because she's been a bit cold lately. At the last uh-huh. two games, she did not exactly shoot that well from the floor. But I'm looking at her numbers against Seattle earlier this year, and she was she kind of killed this team. Well, the, the last meeting was not great. She only attempted seven shots in the last game, but still at 16 points. And then uh-huh. they ended up facing off earlier that season, and she had a casual... 
20 and six on eight of 17 shooting. So I think if you're looking at the shot volume, there is a prop available Bonner to score 25 and the Sun to win. And that's plus 350. Plus 350 is a pretty good deal there, in my opinion. Because if Bonner's going for 25 30, they're probably going to win the game. Right? Yep. I agree. You said so, for 25, that's plus 350. 25 and and Connecticut to win in like a performance double. Uh, that's what? plus 350. Really? Yep. That doesn't sound right. Well, it actually doesn't even make any sense because Bonner for to score 25 regular is plus 340. Yeah. So you're like, what are they doing? Cents, like, uh, yeah, what are they know, doing? I'd rather take the 25 points straight. They're stupid. That doesn't make any damn sense. They're gonna bump. No, they're that's, gonna bump no, that's lame. They're cheating. Very lame. You should be getting. You should be getting a lot. That's lame. It should be at least four to one. If, if yeah. you're gonna. Yeah, I mean, I get they're a seven point favorite, but like a seven point favorite in WNBA is not guaranteed to win. Yeah, that's, that's fucking stupid. Point is, I think twenty five points might be in the cards for Dewana today, so I'd keep an eye on it. Yeah, no, I like that play as well. I had Dewana about over eighteen and a half circled as well. You know, I will never go against a Jewel Lloyd prop. Ever so, twenty-two and a half. Take her up. If they're going to be in the game, it's going to be because of Jewel Lloyd rather easily. But they've also juiced the heck out of uh, twenty-five. Is minus that doesn't make sense. How is twenty-five minus one fourteen? But twenty-two and a half is minus one eighteen. You're just take the total. They're robbing you of like two or three points. Okay. FanDuel's Either. doing that shady stuff, you know? I know, man. I know, man. We're just going to call them out for it because it's, it's we, we have to for the people. Lordy, for the people. All right, before we get to the rest of the games that are being played today, got to talk to you about Parlay Play because they are the newest sponsor. Parlay Play is a great way to get down to your favorite Parlay player props, football season around the corner, and they have all the player props you need. It's on in available states, including California and Texas, California and Texas, you can get it done there. Our good friends up north. Parlay Play is available in Canada as well, for just for you northerners. Just for the northerners. The north remembers that Parlay Play is there for you in Canada. When you sign up today, use our code. You'll get a sweet bonus to get started. So, Parlay Play, I like for the day. AT assist. We're just going to run it back. Yeah, let's do the AT assist, man. It's all about AT assist. Head over to parlayplay.io. Use promo code SGP for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's parlayplay.io. Promo code SGP. All righty here. I didn't get to play the storm drop, man. Well, we didn't pick I, the storm, so you weren't going. I know. I know. I, I, I man, I'm not going to because it's going to jinx. Song I'm going to jinx the hero. I know, man, but still, it, 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 it really kills me that we talked about the storm and I didn't get a chance to play the drop. I always play the drop, but this isn't a good spot for them. You can and do it later if it makes you feel any better. Maybe, possibly, okay. potentially. We'll see. Los Angeles Sparks traveling to play the Indiana Fever. Sparks been in D.C. this past weekend. Now they go to Indiana. So, Fever, one and a half point favor. What did this open at? There's no way this opened with Fever minus one and a half. It did. <laughs> okay. Fever minus one half point favorite. 158 is the total here. Injury report for between these two teams. And we have for the Los Angeles Sparks, Lexi Brown still out. I don't even think. No, I'm pretty sure I'm 100% because I stalk her Instagram. Almost positive okay. she's in L.A. right now. Almost positive she's in L.A. right now. So she like there's no choice. There's no chance of her playing this game. I'm Why like, is she not playing? So. It's listed as an illness. I am curious what it really is. I was going to say because cause she played a bunch of games recently, so it's so not yeah, like she played a couple of games and then it like so she's she just let, put out a tweet and was just like uh, saying basically take care of your body, take care of yourself, and stuff like that. So I don't know if she like overworked herself or what, but she's she did been out play for all 40 for minutes in, in two of the last three games. So that's why I was asking because I don't remember yeah. her getting injured. Yeah, no, it's that same, whatever was bothering her that we didn't know about earlier in the season. It's that same thing again. So okay. I, I hope everything's good. Like it's kind of, I, don't I hope know. it is People too. You're, you're more likely to know than I am because you're stalking her in your, her Insta. So that, that's a hundred percent. You're the, you're the report. You're the inside reporter for this. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Satsu Sabali just uh, reposted me yesterday. If y'all uh, hurry nice. up and go look at it before it disappears. All right, let's see here. Shanae Gulake is still out. Or you, what happened? Oh, she um, cause I cause did you see Arike get tossed for running into the ref? Yeah. And so like I screenshotted or screen recorded the moment she told the rest of the lineup that she was getting ejected, and it was funny because Satsu was like laughing, like, "Are you serious? You really just got ejected for that?" Mm-hmm. And like, are they really doing this? It's like one minute left in the game. We're down by nine. We're not going to win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, they're really about to kick you out for this. But I don't know, man. So how does it feel to be famous? You got retweeted by uh by a WWE felt good. star. Felt good. Yeah. Yes, very much so. I'm going to get her on the show one day. Her and John Quell. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And ask John Quell to never send me again like she did. <laughs> yeah. All right. Chanae Gumake, Nia Cloud, and uh, Kaylee Samson all out, as you already know. Lexi is out. And for the fever, still says Liz Smith out. I know there was some hope by some people in the community that Liz Smith would just make a birthday comeback because today is her birthday. If she does play it, but I'm almost 100% positive we're not seeing her until at least like in the next week, somewhere around there. Probably. I mean, she suffered a stress fracture. So that's something yeah. you don't exactly want to rush. Especially when you're 7 and 21. You can make an argument that the bottom of the the bottom of the WNBA is so bad that they're still in theory in playoff picture, but they're not getting in. I mean, whatever. I can't believe we're still sweating this over nine and a half. Like, can they please yeah. just get to ten wins? At least they beat the Mercury. <laughs> they almost blew that game like last oh week. They, they held like, on to one by one. Are we really going to wait till the end of the season to cash over ten and a half with the freaking Indiana Fever? By the way, I hope y'all I, know I, I there's no way I'm taking. There, by the way. But I hope they, everybody knows there's no way I'm taking the fever in this spot. Like, this is a no massive game for the win total, by the way. Like This, this is, is a, a huge game, game for the win total. And if it's they like, lose I, this, it's probably over, to be, honest, to be honest. Like, they need it. We're really... I wonder, what's the... Is there a live win total that's higher than 10.5 right now? Uh, no way. No. The live win total is probably going to be closer to, like, 8.5, if I had to guess. Let me I see what know. I can They'd get. be tripping. They don't have it. Uh, oh, they don't have it. Ah. Freaking tired of the book. Let's check another book while we while we talk about. I mean, there's really nothing to talk about here, guys. I'm not taking. I'm not laying points. I'm taking the sparks. Yeah, I'm not. There's really nothing to talk about. I can tell you all this stuff. I'm not laying points with the fever. I saw these teams play like two, three weeks ago in L.A. The fever should have won the first game. They choked it, and then the sparks won the second game anyway. Now I am aware that Lexi Brown being out's a big deal because she's one of the sparks' best players, but I can't back Indiana. They're a poorly coached team that refuses to even acknowledge arguably their best player in the second half of games. Like I, I can't, I can't pick them when they don't give the ball to the first pick in the draft, give the damn ball to your star young player. Like, I don't, I don't know what you're doing. So yeah, I'll go with the sparks. How are they going to win? I have no idea. But I'll take the sparks. We'll find a way. <laughs> so with the Lexi Brown thing, I think the, I think what is starting to happen and there's starting to be a little bit of a changing of the guard from what I've seen at the game this weekend, because I did fade the Mystics game as well, is Zaya Cook is like, one, she's incredibly efficient in what she does, but she also kind of just hangs around that three-point line, man. Like, she just kind of hangs and waits, like, just patiently waits for the ball to come for her. And when it comes, she fires and she's ready. She was two for three in that game that I saw. She was two for two in the game after that. And that little, like, that little contribution, people don't think that stuff matters. But when you're able to add 10 points off the bench, that's a huge contribution for the WNBA, man. Like, it really, really is. So, I'm not worried. Boost the volume, though. She's too good of a shooter to only take two or three per game. Yeah, no, it, and it just sometimes it just doesn't come to her. Like I was watching, she was open a bunch of the times, but you had Neca and you have Dierka Hambry in the pick and roll, and she's really good there. And Azrae Stevens coming back, she's a shooter. So like it just kind of volume. But like Zaya Cook, when some of these players get out the way, Zaya Cook's gonna be really, really good in the league. Mm. I say all this to say again, <laughs> I'm on the Sparks. Like, there's yeah. nothing getting me off the Sparks. Well, one spot. prop that I am looking at, I'm really tempted by Canada in this in this matchup. She's been really, really inefficient lately. I'm going to throw that out there. Two for nine last game, one for seven the game before that, four for 19 against the Liberty Biberty in the third to last game. So once again, she, at the moment, cannot really hit water if she fell out of a boat. And yet she still scored at least 13 points in two of those three games. And now you're looking at, uh, 
the injury report, and once again, you're missing a big piece there in Lexi Brown. Canada's going to play all 40 minutes. She's going yeah. to play every minute of this game because they need her to. And she was also very good against the Fever in the two meetings a couple weeks ago. But you can currently get Canada, for example, to score 20 points at plus 400. She might not get there, but plus 400 for a player that might play all 40 minutes who took 19 shot attempts a couple games ago and one of their main offensive players is not playing for this game. There's got to be some. Yeah, there has to be. So I'll, I'll take the four to one shot on Canada twenty plus. Yeah, and of course, I, I'm going to do her thing today. I don't think Indiana's going to stop her. I'm with you. I'm with you. Plus four hundred is nuts for a player that's going to get that much volume. And you've seen Indiana try to guard people; they can't stay in front of anybody. They don't really have it. Like, it. And Canada's like mid ninety percent free throw shooter. Like she's going to make them if she gets to the foul line. So in terms of the total, let's just take Sparks team total over because if the game goes, because I see the total coming down. It's at one fifty seven and a half now on FanDuel. It's mostly been the second halves of their matchups. The first yeah, half first half, half first half overs that like they've been really good. Let's yeah. I mean let's just go to the numbers. Uh, so the numbers looking at the first half over for the Indiana Fever and they are whoa where'd it go there we go. 18 and 10, 64% over the course of the season, 12 and 5. Oh, wait, that's on the road. 6 and 5 at home, and they are 5 and 2, 71.4% as a favorite. They go over, like they go over. But look at what when you go to full game, again, same metrics, but just full game 13, 14, and 1, 48.1%, 4 and 7, 36.4%. Look at them as a favorite, three and four, forty-two point nine percent. Let's just take the first half over, and then as soon as the first half's over, let's lie bet this under in the second half because clearly this is because they don't want to give the ball to their best player in the second half. Yeah, but for, for the record, by the way, Neca to score twenty-five in this game is plus two sixty. You tend to they're about that? to kill them. What, what's the what's an alternate for it? The, the, the Sparks are about to kill them. Yeah, you know? they're not the trying. actual games, by the way, that they played on July twenty fifth and twenty seventh. Neca had twenty five in the second game and thirty in the first game. Her to score twenty five in this game is plus two sixty. She's Do done it back to back meetings. Do you know the Sparks were on a what what was it an eight game losing streak earlier this season and they're. Well, they were also injured to hell and back. They completely fell apart. Yeah, I yeah. know. But it's just like they had an eight-game losing streak this season, and they still have a better record than the Fever here. Yes, like, the Fever just true. don't try in the second half of games. No, what was I looking for? Oh, I was looking for a They're a, a poorly margin. coached team. I, I Like, watching them play, their coach should not have a job. And you probably agree with me because you've been asking them to get Boston the ball more all season. It's fucking ridiculous. All right, 4-1 to one for Sparks to win by 11-plus. I like that. Okay. They're gonna they're gonna kill the fever today. All right, moving on. Next game of slate. Ooh, eight p.m. on the East Coast. Las Vegas Aces traveling to play the Dallas Wings. Aces opened up as a nine point favorite, down to eight and a half. One seventy seven and a half is the total. That's come up from one seventy five. Injury report for these two teams. Same thing, same deal uh, for the Aces. You know, no Candace Parker anytime soon. And for the Dallas Wings, we are looking at uh, where? Oh, yeah, pretty much same thing here. Yeah, same outs for the Dallas Wings as well. Nothing. We still got Arike who did not get suspended in that uh, from running into the ref, so you don't have to worry about that. Arike will be playing in this game and probably a little bit pissed off. So we have the Aces out coming off for the second, third time all season, coming off of a loss. I I personally love the Aces in this spot. They got run out. I don't know, 40. man. They got run out by 40. Like, I got to assume that the entire team is going to be a little bit motivated for this. We also got yeah. a birthday to talk about for this game. Yeah, definitely. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But I don't know, man. I'm just not sold that. Just I keep trying to go against the Aces and they keep finding ways to destroy in the games that I expect them to win but not cover. And then after such a no-show on over the weekend, I think it's the right spot for a potential wake-up call 
where they're like, all right, we ha- we can't just cruise through all these teams. I, I think the Aces have a nice bounce back performance person. No, so that's what I that's what I was saying. You can't cruise through all the teams. Dallas is the only team that's consistently giving them a game every single time that's that fair. they played. Like yeah. every single time they played, even in the thirteen the point. I see a oh, bunch yeah. of points. But... Yeah, I, I'm with you on the over as well. But it, it it's I mean, even in the thirteen point loss, they made that you know a close game. In the, what was that? I think in the fourth quarter, and then the Aces ended up going on one more run and kind of pushed like and pushed over to the like I don't know, man. They've covered twice. They're two and one ATS against this team. I know this. It seems like a spot where everybody hammers Aces because the Aces are coming off of a loss, but I think it's better. The better spot for me is maybe Aces early, like Aces first half minus five and a half. I could. I would feel better about that than the full game because this Dallas team isn't scared. They're not going away, and they feel like they can give it to the Aces. And I think they would give nothing less than to give the Aces two back-to-back losses. And also, I mean, what were you looking ahead for if you don't go all out in this game? Because you look past the sky for two games in a row, as predicted. Yeah. So it's like... That's really the problem that I have there is the fact that the Wings have allowed 104 points in three of their last four games. Like, they're not stopping anybody at this point. That's why I love the over. I think the Aces are going to score potentially 100 points in this game. Yeah, and I think the Wings are going to keep up. Either way, the point is my favorite play is the over. I'm not going to bet on the side. I think personally the Aces respond well, but I prefer the team total. I, I just think that you're going to see a track meet. In the in the game a week or two ago that landed in the 190s. Like I got to go over here. Give me aces, aces first half minus five and a half. Give me aces team total over in the first half, and give me a first half over for both of these two teams. They get out and roll in very quickly. Props. We have a birthday. We have a freaking birthday. Where is my... For the record, by the way... (laughs) I didn't even have sound effects for this. You pulled out Drewski earlier. I don't know when you added these. When did you load all these sound effects? Oh, man, they've been here for a while, but I've just been going crazy today. I mean, oh, you're lucky I don't have the happy birthday song up here. I haven't been digging. I I didn't realize you were preloaded on all these sound effects. Oh, very much so. Always ready. But yes, again, one more time. Oh, wait. (laughs) Happy birthday, Asia Wilson. Happy birthday. I just... Did you hear what she said at the press conference after the game? No, I did not. So they basically asked her about her struggles because I think she was two for 14 in the game. She was really bad. The whole team was bad in that game, but yeah. And so they were, she was basically discrediting any thought that her having a bad game, like, makes her any less of an MVP or any less of, like, one of the best players in this game. And she was like, you know, when they drafted me in 2018, they drafted me to shoot. I'm going to continue shooting. I'm always going to shoot. There's nothing that's going to stop me from shooting. I don't care about these stats. I don't care if I'm inefficient. I'm going to continue to shoot the ball because that's what I'm good at. That's what they pay me to do. And I, I, I'm just literally listening, and my fingers are getting itchy because I just know. 30 points we, is plus 480. There's nothing that they could have set this prop at that I wasn't going over. I'm not going to lie birthday? to you. Yeah, thirty. I'll, I'll take after that, losing to the deal. after losing to the Liberty and having one of the worst games of her career, and everybody's all this talk, and now she's on Twitter acknowledging the talk, and she's not gonna come out here. And yeah, all right, easy twenty and ten loading. She'll probably get to thirty and ten. It's an over game. They're gonna keep going to her as soon as she gets hot. Like she's gonna get hot in the first half, and then they're just gonna keep giving her the ball because she's gonna keep scoring. This in the is, game I, against I Dallas this year, she has twenty-two and seven, eighteen and five, and twenty-two and thirteen. She's been for the most part relatively efficient, but she gets to the line a lot. She's had at least seven free throws in each of those three games, and the shot attempts are usually hovering around fifteen, give or take. So if they give her a bump. And she ends up attempting potentially like 20, uh, maybe 19. And she still gets to the line seven, eight times. She's going for 30. This is so, 30. I, I just don't know. I'll throw it in a parlay. I don't know how you don't ladder Asia Wilson today. <laughs> like I, I would, I will go down with the ship. 
if she has another bad game, fine. I will go down with the ship. But there's no way I'm not taking Asia Wilson's props today. Absolutely. 25 is plus 154. It's my favorite play of the day. It's probably going to be my lock on the day. I'm not going to lie. All right. Let's talk about other people in this game, though, because it's not just Asia. It's expected to be an over game. I'm going back to the point, God. Hey. I mean, I have to, right? I mean, her, her, her assist number is at seven and a half now. You can probably find a six and a half, though, if you shop around. But Gray has been really, really good at facilitating. And last game, I think she only had five, but the whole team couldn't have a shot, which is a big reason why. But if I feel better about six and a half. But once again, if the Aces are in line to maybe score 100 points, then somebody's going to have to get assists. Like, mm-hmm. it, like, there's a lot of assists to be had. And going through Gray's numbers, by the way, in that game against the Liberty, she had six assists, and the team still only scored 61 points. Against against Dallas, though, she had eight in the last game, and she actually has been a bit underwhelming against the eight, against the Wings assist-wise, but she had eight in the last game, and they scored 104 points. She had 27 points, though. Like, she went off in that game. Uh-huh. I am kind of curious if... Maybe Chelsea points might be undervalued now that I'm actually looking at all the stats here. It's oh, yeah, that's where I was going. Half. That's where I was going. Yeah, I you think know, I might I'm, have to pivot there. She she even had 15 in that Liberty game. She I had just, at least 15 in three of the last four. I just, between Asia Wilson, Kelsey Plum, Jackie Young, and Chelsea Gray, there's no reason any of their points props should be three to one at 20 plus. Because they can all score 20 literally every single day in the league. Yeah. They can all go to another team by themselves and average 20 for that team. I, Chelsea Gray, th- plus three to one, 20 plus. I already was prepared to give that out. So uh, Yeah, I was going to do assists, but then I looked at the stats and I'm kind of pivoting to points. Let's go to Satu. Satu, just added to the story. Satu is going to go crazy. Satu over 17 and a half. Like you that. want the seven and a half rebounds with that or no? Uh, I actually was kind of leaning to Aaron McGowan's rebounds today. Okay, just feel like, but I'm I'm very afraid of Asia Wilson putting her in foul, foul trouble. Problem. Very, yeah, very very quickly. She has had at least eleven rebounds in the in the three meetings this season. McCown yeah. has. So if you want to go for rebounds, McCown would be your option. Yeah, that's where I think I am. Even though I'm terrified, I am with McCowan's rebounds. And I mean, are we playing Arike? Uh, we can. Do you want to? I don't know. Do you think she'll be motivated after getting ejected, or do you think that? Uh, I'm joking. It's not going to matter at all. But it's at twenty and a half. Uh, that feels pretty low for a player of her caliber. If you think the wings are going to hang in there, then she's probably going to need to drop at least like twenty-two. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're gonna, let's add Rike in there, twenty and a half. All right. Next game was late. Minnesota Lynx traveling to play the Chicago Sky in Chicago. Chicago opened up as a three and a half point favorite. They've stayed true at three and a half. One sixty-five is the total. It's come down half a point. Injury report for these two teams, and we have for the Chicago Sky. Uh, Cone is probable with. Probable with personal issues. You have Hybrid who is suspended from. I don't even remember that. I don't even know why she got suspended. It's, it's something that happened in that game. Oh, was that the dust up? Oh, did she end up? Yeah, I think that was the I'm dust assuming up. that was the dust up. I don't in know why anybody up. else would ever get suspended. Yeah. All right. So let's see there for the Minnesota Lynx. We had, I don't think we talked about it, but a comeback out of nowhere. Or last week from a Nafisa Collier that kind of do well. No, they actually got us a cover for the ten and a half against the Liberty, but still they got us a cover. They didn't win anything, but yeah, Collier's back. very much yeah. So Nafisa Collier's back. We have Rachel Bantam, who is probable with a thumb injury. You have uh, Juzak, who is questionable with the hamstring injury. So I'm taking Chicago. I'm not going to spend much time on this. I like it. They've played the last week. Uh, they decided defense is overrated, and we're going to score 100 points a game because the Sky have scored 104 points in three straight games. I, I, it's really tough for me to go against them. I, against the Mercury, they won by 19. Once again, they won that game comfortably against a bad team. It's what you should do. Dallas, very good 
I mean, they're they're two games over, but we know what Dallas is capable of. Like that's a solid basketball team. They won both meetings on the road by eight plus, scoring 104 points in those games. Minnesota got Collier back. They've lost two straight. I'm worried they rushed Collier back because they were actually decent without her in the short term. Mm-hmm. I'm on the sky. They won the first meeting of the season on the road by 11, but it's really tough to step in front of a team that's playing this well offensively right now. With Mabry, who regained form, we've seen Copper play well. I'll be on the sky minus three and a half. I really like how they've played the last week. Uh, hmm. They lost to Seattle and realized, like, we can't be this bad. And they immediately remembered how to play basketball. So. I don't know, man. Yeah, they've been scoring. Three and a half is low, in my opinion. But if they don't score, what? Like, if Minnesota, what do they have if they don't score? I mean, the Lynx have scored less than 70 in the last two games, though. Their offense is also cratered. But they've also held the New York Liberty to 76 points and the Connecticut Sun to 79. And those are two way better offensive teams than the Sky. I just, I don't know. I think think Minnesota's playing pretty solid defense recently. And on the road, defense travels, that could mean a lot. I I think I'm I think I'm leaning Lynx plus three and a half, man. The Lynx have played better competition and been a lot more competitive in these games. Even though, you know, those two games with Dallas are very, very good wins. Not taking that away from at all. Two very, very good wins there, but I don't know, man. I'm I'm rolling with I'm rolling with the Lynx. I think the Lynx are the better team right now. Right, I'm gonna go with the Colliers. Yeah. But we're both. I mean, even though I think they're better defensively, this guy are at a different level right now. I'm not afraid to go over. I think that what I I would rather just go ahead and take Minnesota's team total over. You look at what the Sky are doing in the past five games; they're giving up 92 points per game. Yeah, it's a lot. So, <laughs> like, you're scoring a whole bunch of points, and maybe you're right. Maybe they score 104 for four times in a row, but in every single one of those games, except. What? Yeah, in all they've three allowed of the games, team to go over the, up the team total. The anyway. team total for sure. Yeah. They gone over the team total ninety six, eighty nine, and eighty five. You look at Minnesota's team total for today, and it's sitting there at this might be a lot too. I think this is actually a lot. Eighty one and a half minus one hundred six. Yeah. They've actually allowed all. Yeah, they've allowed every single team in the past five games to get over this win total. Yeah, let's put a lock on that. All right. Minnesota over 81 and a half. I'm going to take Minnesota plus three and a half. Scott's on Chicago uh, minus three and a half. We both like the over for the game because Chicago's been putting up 104 pretty easily. And player props, what do you like? I feel like it's finally time to get back on the Mabry trend. Doesn't hey, it? She's been hooping. She's been say, now, yeah, she's been hooping. It, it, it could have been a revenge spot. Could have been a revenge spot. But. 30 is 30. I don't care what you say. 30 is 30. She had 32 last game, had 16 the game before that, but 23 against Phoenix. They're scoring a lot of points. Like, there's a lot of potential player props that can fly over in this game if you're expecting a track meet to break out, which I think we are. So, Mabry's interesting. I think Mabry's worth a look. Her current number is at 15 and a half. Hey man, look yeah. like you can't you it, and it's so hard being an eyes maker for WNBA because somebody can drop thirty and you have to put their prop back at you know where it was at relatively because it was at fourteen and a half and I know because yeah. I played it. I was gonna say Mabry twenty plus is plus two thirty five. Twenty five plus is plus seven sixty. I mean, sure. Like I, I think I think that's worth consideration, isn't it? Oh yeah, absolutely. So I'll, I'll take shots there. Let's see here. Um, I'm sticking to Minnesota. Is this the first time he's suits? No. I'm about to say. I know. He played earlier first. this year in Yeah, the first game of the season. Yeah, first game of the season. I knew I I knew I had some type of data. All right. I don't see any Mabry threes props, but if it's at one and a half, I'll take the over. Let me see here. Yeah, I don't see any Mabry 3 spots. I don't, so either. I'm saying if, if it pops up at some point, if it's one and a half, I'll lay the juice. Uh, hmm. 
McBride or Diamond, who's giving me the good two-man game? Because Nafisa's gonna Nafisa's gonna get hers. She should. But but between McBride and they have the exact same prop, the exact same odds. The the books don't even know how to differentiate the two. Kayla McBride can be hmm. Her over one and a half threes is minus one seventy, which is really annoying because she's probably gonna have exactly two. But yep. you can't like one seventy at that point. Oh, I, I had a parlay one. this weekend that I had Caleb McBride over two and a half plus threes. And matter of fact, it was the freaking game that Nafisa Collier came back, and I had no idea she was the last leg over two and a half threes. What you two and with? four, two and four, two. She always she always ends up with two every time. Two and four. So hey, I mean, later minus one seventy, three hundred dollars apparently. I'm going diamond just because of that. Or should I go Caleb because she did screw me that last time? That means she's going to get me right this time. Hmm. Depends if you think that Kayla's going to be kind. Do you think she's going to make it up to you or no? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so, Bomb, I'm going to ask you, since Mabry's being offered for threes, what price do you have at the Pittsburgh Rivers Casino? And we knew you were from Pittsburgh. We figured that out with the Steelers conversation. But yeah, when, <laughs> when, what's the odds you got on Mabry threes? Minus one eighty two. Ah, no, that, oh. that's too expensive. Hey man, hey man. I think <laughs> she's going over, but could be a three hundred dollars. You lay it, could be a three hundred dollars. I don't be, know. But no, don't I, lay that's, it. Man. I feel like that's more. Just, of a I would rather go find way. a three. I would much rather go find a three. Yeah, if you can find an alt line, I think I'd rather just take that. All right, I made my decision. I'm going Kayla McBride. Kayla McBride right. points over thirteen and a half. And I will sprinkle on her uh, 20 plus at plus 375. I've decided Caleb McBride, because this is, I feel like Minnesota's going over, so I need to bat multiple players' points. So, And maybe I just say screw Nafisa and I just put the money on Diamond and McBride and hope one of them goes off. Nah, I'm taking a safe route with Nafisa. I think Nafisa's getting her 21 easy. All right. Let's see here. Next game on the slate. Last game. Last game on the slate. Dang, I probably should have saved it. Oh, no, time-wise, it had to be this one. All right. It's not really – no, it's the Mystics on the road, so this actually might be a toilet bowl. This actually might be a toilet – I need a toilet drop. This might – oh, what about Kalia Copper? I mean, Kalia Copper is Kalia Copper. Like, like, there's certain players in WNBA that I can never tell you to take an under on. Kalia Copper is one of them. It was at 19 and a half. I like the over on copper for the general point. As for alternatives, I'm not against it. But once again, her and Mabry, they just take shots away from each other because they both can get buckets at any time. It's like whoever whoever had the hot hand. And Pretty much. And right now, Mabry has the hot hand. So I guess I gravitated more to her. So and you're getting I'm the better. more Mabry, but copper 19 and a half. The number is pretty short for copper. Yeah. All right. So... We have the Mystics on the road. Mystics have been actually okay decently, but on the road, they're still pretty bad. So, Toilet Bowl, I'm officially calling it. We got the Toilet Bowl here. Phoenix Mercury hosting the Washington Mystics. Mercury are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Phoenix is a two-and-a-half-point favorite at the crib. 158-and-a-half is the total. That's come up a point-and-a-half from 157. Looking at injury report here for the Phoenix Mercury. And we have Shea Petty, who is out with the concussion. That's the only name besides Skylar Diggins-Smith on this injury report. So, Brittany Griner, looking like she's coming back to the lineup tonight. Probably why that line is at minus two-and-a-half. And for the Washington Mystics, we have... When you say return to the lineup, she returned in that game against Seattle, and they still lost. She did. Oh, she did. Yeah. She played. 20, yeah, she scored she twenty-two points in twenty. Yeah, she did. I remember. I, I, I'm getting my days mixed up. Yeah, I forgot they had a game in between there. Yeah. All right, man. Here we are. So Shakira Austin, Chris Tolliver, EDD, Ariel Atkins. As you all know, been out for a while. There's probably going to come a day where they just randomly put all of them back into the lineup. Is but, it a bad sign for Deladon when she's upgraded to doubtful? Wait, she's upgraded to Doubtful? Yeah, she's upgraded to Doubtful, which means she's not playing tonight, but expect to see her in the next week. Yeah. Nah, man, they did the same thing. So that's what happened when we got off the air, and I did the show with Gindy, and we got off, and then they upgraded Nafisa to Doubtful, and then she slowly made her way to starting in the lineup. Okay. I'm just letting you know right now, 
ADD, ADD, ADHD. I don't care. Doesn't Mrs. matter. Miss Miss Six and Miss is gonna win. Miss is gonna win. I don't care. I, I don't care. I'm not laying points with the fever. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm taking the Miss Six here too. Yeah. Both teams are terrible. There's no chance I put any actual money on this game. My dog for the show is going to be a player prop. Like I'm not going to put money on the Mystics, but I can't lay two and a half with the. I would Mercury. actually, I would actually play the Mystics first half. Mystics have been a good first half okay. team at home on the road. Doesn't matter where they play it. So if I had to actually put money on this game, I probably actually will end up betting Mystics first half because it just feels like an ugly game that nobody wants to touch for good, very, very, very good reason here. But it. It's been consistent here. They're the best first half team in the league, even with injuries. They continue to find ways to cover the number in the first half. Look at what they're doing. They are 17 and 9 and 1 over the course of the season, 65.4% on the road, 8 4 and 1 for a team that sucks. For, wait, let's just put this in a comparison, people. In the first half, the Mystics are eight, four, and one on the road. They are four and nine on the road for the full. They game. just fall apart at halftime. Mystics first half as a favor. Well, as a dog, they're four and four. Um, it probably will be a slight dog price in the first half. It's probably like one it, and a half. And coming off a loss, they're eight and four in the first okay. half. I'm, I'm just, I've been fading Mercury first half. If you've been following me over the course of the year, I've been every single time I've tried to tell you, I've said, let's just go ahead and fade the Mercury in the first half. They're 11, 15, and one. They are uh, seven and six at home. So that's slightly better than what they normally are. But as a favorite, they are three and four. Coming off a win, they are two and five off a loss, nine, eight, and one. So a little bit better there, uh, numbers for them since they're coming off the loss here. But I'm not worried, and now there's a potential of EDD as well. I mean, even without EDD, they still cover the number in the first half. I'm taking the Mystics first half on the road here. Yeah, I, I think for me, I'm going to lean to the Mystics anyway. I, I love how it's kind of a bit of selective recall from people because the Mercury beat the Dream by 20, and Tarazi had 40-plus points, and you're like, you know, maybe they found something. Uh, actually, no. <laughs> the only game they've won in the last And then they get dogged by the freaking <laughs> they lose to the storm at home they have lost five of their last six but they beat the dream by 20 because of an insane historic event where the entire team got up for it i'm still really annoyed i didn't take any tarazi props in that game like i'm so pissed she, oh I didn't so take her over. i mean you should be but, more you should be more at least you didn't fade her like i faded her I, I thought she was going to get there out of pure volume at home i thought they were just going to let her chuck the ball 30 times so i, I, I thought I thought she was going to get there and then just quit and not care anymore. <laughs> I thought she was going to get 18. It was at 21 and a half. I was like, she gets 18, 19, maybe even 20. There was a chance chills. of like a Kobe final game treatment where they just let her take 40 shots. Like I thought there was a possibility that might happen. Yeah. But yeah, I, I ended up not taking that. But the point is that was their emotional moment where it was the entire team came together and they went right back to losing to the storm. They're a bad team. Like, no, they've not played well recently, despite the one good moment. Uh, the historic moment. I'll be on the Mystics too if I had to lean. I'm, well, I'm not going to bet on the toilet bowl. I refuse to bet on toilet bowls, but I do think <laughs> you're looking at the Mystics having a good value here. Why would I want to lay with the with the Mercury? I get. I understand they're better at home than on the road, but once again, they just lost to the Storm at home. They're not a good home team. So I'm going to go with the Mystics. They're two and zero this season. They did play a couple of weeks ago on July 23rd. And the Mystics did win that game by 15. I want to see who played in that game. I know Della Don was, was that out. the one? Was that the one where Brittany Griner was out? I th- it might that might have been the one. Brittany no, Griner played. Yeah. She had 12 points. Okay, so that was the one before that then. But Atarazi did not play. Okay, yeah. So I'm sorry, I can't. I, there's no. I'm not betting. We got our one win with the Mercury, like. A, last week or something like that. Very good not betting Mercury. Ever. How are they going to win this game and miss the playoffs? I mean, come on. Plus a thousand. Right <laughs> you know? Hey, man. I don't know, man, because <laughs> it, it, thank you. Thank you for the sky for, pick, for picking it back up because man, oh man. Thank can you, you imagine, for the sky and the sparks. Can you imagine choosing up. Iowa over Arizona? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would never. I would, I would never. never. Me personally? I would never. No, I, I would never. No. Just off pure geography, it's freaking cold in Iowa. Like, no, absolutely. Midwest? Not. You think I'm supposed to enjoy watching punts on fourth and one? No, I'm going to, I'm going to Arizona. All right. 
Let's see here. What are we doing with player props? Uh, well, uh, Muhammad's mentioning Tarazi points, which she got the milestone, but that gave her the ultimate just green light to keep shooting. Like, I don't see her stopping when it comes to shooting. I think Griner's in line for a good game, but it really just comes down to, do I think the Mystics have anybody in the you interior know, that I actually trust wait, to stop Griner? Am I tripping? Why is Brittany Griner's points prop at 16 and a half? That's why I brought it up. Because she had 20-plus no. in the last game, and you're looking at what Washington has. With Austin being out, they really just don't have many options on the interior. No offense to Heinz Allen. I don't think that she's a very good center. Do you? Like, I don't think she really does much. Uh, she's she's more energy. It's a more of an energy contribution than... But I'm saying, actually, I don't think she's a great like defensive yeah. player. You know, she's a glue. She just hustles. Griner yeah. should have a mismatch pretty much every time in the paint, right? Yeah, no, I mean, she just, I, I'm actually extremely confused on how she goes from being, what, a lock for 19 and a half, 20 and a half, maybe even sometimes 21, and now she's down to 16. I don't know. I guess the argument's that. the minutes, because she's only played one game in the past week and change, but she still scored 20 plus against Seattle. So yeah. I, I like Griner over here. I, I think that she's in line. Having said that, Griner under and rebounds, because she can't rebound to save her life. At all. It's all at right. six and a half, though. They re she really is Porzingis. <laughs> She's Christopa Porzingis. That's what I'm going to call her. She doesn't even now. try. She doesn't even try. If you see Brianna Turner, take her overs. All right. I have. Let's get to Lock and Dog. Lock Are you going back to Sykes, by the way, for points? Of course. Sykes and uh, Natasha Cloud. I'm just getting that on record. Yeah, very much so. Sykes and Natasha Cloud. Give me one of them to get to 20. And they're actually disrespecting both of them because Brittany Sykes is plus 235 to get 20, and Tasha Cloud is plus 410 to get 20. I'm also going to throw out a prop, though. Uh, Sykes over three and a half assists is actually cashed in four of the last five. It's at minus 138. Going to okay. throw that out there. Yeah, no, she's she's been filling up a stat sheet recently. All right. Lock, dog, and prop for today. Let's see here. For my lock, let's go to... Doing the Asia? You're going to say... Uh, I'm probably just going to make it. I'll just make Asia my prop. Over 21 and a half, that's my prop. She's she's getting over that. Like, that's happening. That's 100% happening. So we'll take Asia there. I will take for my lock... It's a lot of good plays that I actually really like. But let's go back to Connecticut. Seattle's so bad in the first half. Even at home, like really, really bad. 3-11 and 11 is just something I can't like not acknowledge. So give me Connecticut Sun minus 4.5 in the first half. Get it done. And for my dog, plus 128 is not enough juice for me. So we'll take a player performance double, and we'll just lay it on Nafisa Collier to get it done. Give me Nafisa Collier, 25-plus in Minnesota links to win the game, plus 450. All Scott, right. over to you. So for my lock, I got a couple options here, but I got to figure out what I want to do. Because there's so many players that I like their points prop, but I also like their alt prop, so I got to figure out which one I want to put for where. Because yeah. I really, really like Canada today who's been really bad lately, but especially with Brown being out, there's so many shots to be had, and she had 20-plus in the last two games against Indiana. I think that's going to be my plus. lock. Take her 20-plus. You think so? Alt, yeah, alt candidate. Yeah, I know it's an alt candidate, but her regular props are 13-and-a-half. That's why I'm thinking if that's lock territory, because she's going to play oh, yeah. 40 minutes. She's going to play the entire game. I'm playing that four to one twenty plus. Like that's I'm gonna play that too. I'm gonna throw it in some type of I'm probably gonna have an alt parlay at some point, which maybe I'll post on Twitter. But I'm gonna trust my instincts here. My lock's gonna be Canada at thirteen and a half points. Uh, I just think that at minus one eighteen, it's a very good deal for a player that should play a lot of minutes. She should get a lot of extra shot attempts. And I think that once again, thirteen and a half is too low for a player that actually gets to the line an underrated amount for a small guard, and she's a ninety plus percent free throw shooter. So give me Canada over 13.5 points as my lock. For my dog, I'm going to go to the – what do I want to go with here? Um, All right, you know what? Yeah, for my dog, I'm going to go to Mabry, 20-plus points at plus 235. I think that's a pretty good deal. 
Uh, she's done very well offensively lately. Mabry has been very streaky all year long, but she recently has found her form. So I am going to go with Mabry at plus 235 as my dog to get to 20. 20 feels a bit low for a player that's been this dialed in lately. So I'm going to try to swing for the fences there. And for my prop, you know what? I'm just going to cause some chaos on this show uh, because I can. So I'm going to go with, you know what? Yeah, let's have some fun. Give me Asia 30 plus points at plus 480 as my prop. Yeah, I mean it's there, bro. It's, it. it's there. Like it, I, I it's thought about twenty five, but I'm gonna have some more. I'm gonna have some fun. So my prop has bigger underdog odds than the uh, actual dog. dog. <laughs> yeah, wow. Who cares? Let's have some fun. All right. Jordan Canada twenty plus. Asia Wilson twenty five plus. Brittany Sykes twenty plus. Forty one to one. Book it. All right. Scott, I'll probably have a round robin parlay of alt lines, and I'm just gonna have fun tonight. Why not? It's not anything else for the people. No, I hope there's a lot of points from those guys we mentioned. I hope nobody else scores in the entire day. No, but I'm looking forward to the five games. Should be fun. A reminder, though, the Sun game does start at around 3 o'clock. So keep an eye out for the potential start time. They sneak up on you in those yep. afternoon games. But you have one game at 3, and the rest of the schedule is at 7, 8, and 10. So if you do want action on that Sun game, it's in about an hour and 45. So just keep an eye out for that. All righty here. Other than that, we got to get up out of here because we went crazy long on this episode. Bunch of great content. Really good to be back. We'll be back here to break down probably tomorrow night. I should have uh, – I don't know who actually is going to be coming, but I'll figure it out. But we'll probably be back Call later tonight to uh, talk okay. about the th- Thursday slate because we got a nice juicy slate on Thursday as well. Other than that, I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of ending the podcast. Just going to do it like this. We are – out of here.